MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts the black effect presents family therapy and i'm your host elliot connie Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to another episode of Busy Babes with Hannah and Sid. Hello, Hannah. Hello, Miss Sydney. How goes How it? How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How was your weekend? It was so good. My um my best friends are in town, so honestly, just had a bougie weekend. That's <laughs> it felt just like a bougie ass weekend, and I'm not mad about it. But I feel like you and I had very different weekends just by looking at the we, socials. Oh, 100% we did. You were enjoying sushi off a sushi boat and I was fishing for the sushi in the mammoth. <laughs> you fished for my sushi. That- I did. I could have created it for you. Honestly, Master Chef over here. Actually, I have a funny story about the fishing. Oh, yeah? I forgot to tell you. Um, yeah, so when I, I don't like touching the bait, so... Mm-hmm. My dad sets it up for me, and then I get to cast it and just reel in the fish when we catch it. But I went to grab the fish because I was all confident. I was like, oh, hell yeah, I haven't done this in so long. I grabbed the fish, and I thought it had something weird on it. It had a hook stuck to its stomach. Uh So I grabbed the fish, and it had a different hook that went in my finger, and I let it go immediately. I thought it had, like, scales that were sharp or something, (gasps) but it was just a hook stuck to the fish. So I grabbed the fish confidently and just literally put my finger on a hook. Oh, lovely. Belly. Lovely. Mm-hmm. It wasn't my hook. We take the hooks out as much as we can, and if it's stuck in there, we leave it. But we do the catch and release, and I caught it, and oh my gosh, just hooked to the finger. Um, but Yeah, that sounds like an absolute nightmare. I've heard the worst stories from people who have fished, and um, yeah, not my, not my vibe, not my jam. Yeah, I'm like, 
one and done. That was enough for me. I was like, you know what? Slap a bandaid on this bad boy. Let's go. Let's go. Let's keep on fishing, guys. I know, but your outfits look so cute. Thank Bougie you. on a budget. Th- thank you. Right? I With know. thrift store? Yes. Honestly, all my outfits these days are from a thrift store. I'm not even kidding. Like, every single one. And, and you always look so good. That's very kind of you. I think I think I just found a really good thrift store. And so I give all credit to the store because it's hard. I, I didn't used to be an avid thrifter, but with times like these, that's all I'm doing these days. It's either, it's either thrifting or I'm shopping on Shein. <laughs> Hannah, you've always inspired me to step up my office outfit game, honestly. I'm like, man, I need to do better. I wear the same three things in rotation at just like different colors it's really bad no I think you look cute that's what's so funny because like I feel like I do the same thing like I feel like I'm just I'm either wearing like my massive white button down in jeans or I'm wearing my massive white button down with leather pants I don't know I just like change it up okay but when you wear a massive white button down and when I wear a massive white button down I look like a Victorian child and you look cute (laughs) and stylish I'm like low ponies look it back let's go I'm like <laughs> dancing my way over there in my little peddler shoes. Okay, pause. It's not cute. Pause. Pause. Guess what? While we were what? talking, this plate fell on my head. <laughs> I Where plate- was it? It was. It's a uh, one of two. So like right there. So I went like this, and it went. We were talking, and it went. <laughs> I thought it was like a dining plate. The way you held it up, I was like, "Is that your dinner?" No. It- I was like, "Why did- were you balancing it?" Yeah. Anyway, so I think when when that happened, it like really distracted me. So I was just like, I need to, I need to just. <laughs> okay. Okay. Alrighty. Yeah, you know, balling on a budget these days because <clears throat> budget's tight. Budget's real tight. So fashion ought gotta be cheap, you know. Yeah, I've actually. I know it's really bad to buy clothes off of Shein and places that have fast fashion. Yeah. But. I've been listening to, listening to a lot of podcasts lately, and they've been talking about how, you know, even though there's kind of like ups and downs of people saying we are headed into a recession or we mm-hmm. aren't headed into a recession, either way, money's kind of been tight for everyone, I feel like, lately. And um, I think there's some really good practical tips on how we can budget better. Yeah. Uh, just in our everyday lives, I know that you've been trying to eat out less and maybe mm-hmm. go places that have better deals and shop a little bit more affordable like thrift stores and I've been doing DIY nails. Um, I saw that. That was another thing you did this weekend. Tell me a little bit more about that. Your process. How's it going? Yeah, I was really jazzed on them the first time when I got it done uh, yeah. or when I did them because getting them done went from like $75 to about, mm, I don't know, like $110 and I yeah. was like, wow, this mm-hmm. is really unaffordable. And I just, I was like, I can do it. And it took me maybe like two hours to do them the first time. And then I went to do them again recently. They're dip powder. If you know dip powder, it's like the hard shellac on top of like, I don't know, it's like an acrylic nail, but it's not. It's your own nail. And it took me from, I started the process at 8.30 p.m. and did not finish until (laughs) around 10 after midnight. So I don't know. You tell me $100 or four hours of my time. That, you know, I, I watch them do the dip powder and I'm like, oh, that doesn't look too hard. I could probably do that. But there, it, there's a science behind it. There's no way. I can, no, I, no way I, I could do it personally. So I commend you for, for giving it a try. I was like, what is the magic in those little bottles that makes it so easy for them to come off in the salon? Because the entire four hours, I kid you not, was me trying to get the dip powder off of my nail. Ugh, it's the worst. And it's the worst because yes. then you feel like you're going to destroy your nail. 
as you're just trying it's, to like saw it off basically it's not even my nail i'm just like just rubbing raw the sides of my nail like my cuticles are bl- bleeding bleeding oh, and then i ended gosh. up putting regular polish over it and just calling it a day they're so lumpy it's gross <laughs> wait can i see Should, really can nasty. i see what they look like right now uh the, oh what the heck they look bad. great it's oddly shaped and then that hand this hand is like its midget sister like the nails okay. are shorter she a little thicker I, it's bad over zoom no it looks good i was expecting like literal clumps and the color to be like off but those look cute no. they're white nails well, just you know clean and classy OPI funny bunny because when we're still on a budget we still gotta be trendy <laughs> and I'm the worst because I literally have funny bunny on my I, I got him done the Haley Bieber oh my one God, is that really your color oh yeah the Haley Bieber one yeah I got the Haley Bieber but I had him done because I didn't wa- I didn't want to do the process of DIY I was trying for a couple weeks I couldn't do it I was like I can't keep I can't with the upkeep so I don't know that's the one area that I will really splurge is getting my nails done I, I don't really splurge on clothes. I haven't gotten my hair done. Get this. I haven't gotten my hair done since last August. I've been doing my wow. own hair. <laughs> and you have extensions, too, that you dye, right? Okay, so yes. Uh, yes. Okay, so this is wild. Buckle up, everyone. My I had a beaded weft, which is basically it's hair extensions, and I had them for my wedding, which was last April, so 2021. And they were platinum blonde, 20 inches. When I went red, my my hairstylist, she she dyed my extensions red to match my color. Um, and after a while, I took out my extensions. I wasn't using them. And then I turned them into clip-in extensions. So I bought on Amazon the super cheap little, like, little clippy clips, sewed them into my extensions and created clip-ins. And then I still had more hair from my wedding and I decided to dye them myself because they were a bit longer. So dyed those myself, turned them into clip-ins, and then boom, 20 inches of hair, dyed myself, cost me nothing. (laughs) Literally didn't cost me anything. Wow. Yeah. I think it's always so cool when people can take something that's usually pretty expensive and make it like affordable to them. I think it creates like a lot of ingenuity. Like I just think it's it's definitely so cool. a lot of ingenuity. That's for sure. Like when I met you, I would have never thought like, oh, this girl dyes her own hair or like those extensions <laughs> she did herself. You know? Yeah. Like would have never thought. Well, thank you. I just think it's so cool. Yeah. Well, because you're super crafty. Thank and you. And you like I don't know if you've seen her apartment, ladies and gents. Gosh. Um, it's also super cute. Like seriously, I love when people are able to take things and then make it look luxury while living within their means. Thank you. I appreciate it. Yeah. Definitely. I'm not one who likes to splurge on like nice things for my for where I live and that's strictly because of budgeting like I simply just don't have the budget for it if I had like loads and loads of money I would deck out this place you know to its full potential but you know I just had to work with what I have and a lot of that is going to like the thrift store and looking for cute little finds here and there or just like doing DIY stuff honestly. So yeah, it's just you got to do what you got to do in these times. And you can make it happen. You really can. Oh, yeah. I feel like a lot of people in the beginning of like quarantine COVID, they actually started getting really creative with what they could do. Because first off, you couldn't find anything at the grocery stores. And second, you just didn't want to be able to like, you didn't want to spend the money. You know, it was like a weird time for everyone where it's like, well, everything's like either gone or super expensive online. And we're all stockpiling our toilet paper. So people making like <laughs> yeah, those right. coffee 
mm-hmm. or those TikTok accounts that had like DIY at home coffee so you didn't have to go out and buy Starbucks every day. Like I don't know about you, but I used to get Starbucks every single day pre-pandemic. And wow. then when it became like more convenient, I started like kind of racking up my card. And I was like, why don't I have any money for like spending? And I'm like, oh my God, it's all of my Starbucks. All of it. No, I don't blame you. What's really gotten me over the years is the Starbucks app and how you could load your card. And so and it yeah. gets me every time because I'll have like, what, like $3 left on my Starbucks card. And I'm like, shoot, I need to pay for my $6 drink. So I guess I might as well reload my card with $25. So I'm like paying $25. For a drink. And I know the whole method behind it is that you're paying less, mm-hmm. paying like nothing for the drinks going forward. But you're still, it, it's it's psychologically confusing for me because <laughs> I just end and up paying so much. Yeah. And they don't let you know this. I mean, maybe I'm just dumb or something, but I didn't know that like you could scroll down to like $10. Like oh, I didn't yeah. know that you could not have to do a full 25 every time that it just had to be 10 But also here's what got me. So in COVID, it was harder for me to wake up in the mornings to like go to the gym or like go for a walk outside or something like that or go downstairs and work out, whatever. But I would have to create this cycle because there's this like, you know, like in creating habits, you have to do whatever the task is that you do and then you kind of get a reward and that creates a cycle. Like Mm -hmm. it's the cue and the reward and then it keeps the habit. Right. So my cue was going to the gym and then I knew if I went to the gym, I'd get myself a coffee afterwards. And so nice. that's why I keep my habits. Yeah. Uh, so pe- some okay. people are like, oh, I need to get back on track and back in a routine. And then it's like they create a routine that now is not supporting their lifestyle. Right. Well. Isn't that nuts? That's so crazy. I was going to ask you because we've talked about this before. And when we talked about it, I was just so impressed by how you budget. And I was wondering oh. if you could like walk us through that because – I feel like the way that you do it, a lot of people don't do it that way, and they should. (laughs) And I find it very impressive. So tell us a little bit about it, Sydney. Yeah, I'll give you a quick rundown. I mean, and I'm just going to put this out there, like, as a disclaimer, like, not every week is perfect. Not every month is perfect. Sometimes there's something that I want to splurge on, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to cut into this here and there and just kind of, like, make that purchase because... Your happiness can be very closely tied to your finances, and if you're not doing well financially, you might not be happier overall because that's a big stress point for some people. So just keep that in mind, like splurge on things that you need to splurge on or you feel are necessary and don't go overboard with it. But my process that I've started ever since I got my very first job that had a consistent paycheck is I take a Google Sheet and I turn it into like a tracker. So every time I get a paycheck, I put the pay date, I put the pay period that I was paid, and then the total amount. And then from there, I automatically subtract any expenses that I know are recurring monthly. So that's like my car expense, or now that I have a dog, I budget what her dog food is. And I do that every paycheck, and that keeps me like on top of what I need to pay for, so like my responsibilities. And then on top of that, then I have like a savings, like a travel savings, and I put mm-hmm. some money in there when I when I have the ability to... I've kept track of my gas since uh, 2020, which actually 2019. Wow. So that was actually depressing because over time you see how much gas has just increased. Yeah. And then I give myself a a massive chunk of savings is what I just, I try to put a bulk of my savings away just because I'm like, you know, there's never a time again when I'm going to be able to save as much as I can save right now. And then anything left over, I allocate into my like checking account. And that's my day-to-day, week-to-week money that I allow myself to spend on either like supplies, hair stuff, 
food, going out to eat, being with friends, yada, yada, yada. And every now and again, I put $50, actually every paycheck, and it sounds minimal, every paycheck I put $50 away into this thing called a GOK fund, which Mm -hmm. is a God only knows. And then that accumulates over time. (laughs) And if there's a scenario where like, I don't know, my car gets towed or some emergency happened, then Mm -hmm. I can take from that fund without worrying too much about taking into any of my other savings or any of my other funds. And I learned that from a nice guy that I believe we both listened to at some point in our life, Mr. Um, Dave Ramsey. You know what I was about to say? I was about to say Gordon Ramsey. And I was like, different Ramsey. I always think it's Gordon Ramsey. Different Ramsey. I literally always think it's Gordon Ramsey. I have to like stop and I'm like, Dave. (laughs) It's Dave, not Gordon. Definitely a different. Oh my God. Different person. Um, Yeah, no, we we both, we found that in common rather recently that we both listened to him when we were growing up and i have found him incredibly just his methods incredibly helpful um and one of those methods was doing the envelope system did you do the envelope system oh you bet your sweet bippy i loved the envelope system I still do the envelope system. When I have cash, I do the envelope system, but I'll let you explain the envelope system. Okay, so basically, this was such a game changer for me when I was 12 years old. So basically, every amount of money you get, you delegate it into various envelopes. So you would have a food envelope, fashion envelope. I'm just I'm just naming random envelopes. The envelopes can be whatever you want. It's just how you delegate. And when you want to, let's say you want to go out to eat, you only take from your food envelope. But let's also say that you don't have enough money to go out to eat because your envelope's running dry. Well, then you just don't go out to eat, basically. (laughs) You basically don't go out to eat. Lesson in budgeting. Yeah. Right? It's It's like you don't go above what you don't set aside. It's a rude awakening is what it is you know it's just like sorry you you spent your budget for the month you cannot take from your envelope don't you dare going and digging through your clothing budget because that's not what it's used for i love that because then it gives you like send like i don't know i always felt like a sense of reward when i got to dip into something and i was like oh man i really want a new pair of running shoes yeah and it's never really a need it's more of a want i try to go for like things like that i go go by on a a need and not a want basis then it's so rewarding like you go and you buy that thing that you've been waiting for and Mm -hmm. you're like okay perfect it's mine i saved for it and it's valuable to me here's a bad bad thing that i did when i was i want to say i was in is like my freshman year of college for my birthday my parents gave me a new york envelope mm-hmm. with 100 bucks in it so it wasn't a trip to new york it was an envelope for a future trip to new york so i was just i, I okay. so whatever money i made i would put cash into this specific envelope to save for the trip um <laughs> like a year went by and i was just like man i really need money to buy christmas gifts And so I used every cent of that money that was in my New York envelope to buy Christmas gifts. Because at that time, it was more important to get gifts. I'm such a giver, you know? Such a giver. (laughs) I'm just kidding. (laughs) That's so sweet. Yeah, but but I felt so guilty about it because that's not what the envelope was used for. Yeah. Well, do you remember when you listened to him that he would always say that you should give at least 15% of, like, your paycheck? Or I don't remember. I just remember it was something with 15%, but he was saying that you should give some portion of whatever you have, either to charity or to someone else. And I always think of that as, like, that's kind of, you know, if you're an empath like we are, I feel like we're we're pretty much good at gift giving and we always think about it. But then yeah. for some people that, you know, are nervous or they're freaking out about budgeting for gifts, it's like, it's okay to spend money on other people and it's okay to allocate for it. Yeah. And that's what I kind of realized. I was like, you know what? This Christmas is more important than 
And it's looking like I'm not going <laughs> to raise enough money for this trip anyway. So Christmas it is. <laughs> and when I when it comes to Christmas, I do start to try to budget around September, which it's sneaking up on us. But I try yeah. to start budgeting out some money around September. That way I do have the ability to maybe like splurge and get something nice for a family member or, you know, just do something, get some gifts for some people that I maybe haven't talked to in a while and just kind of spread it out evenly. So it's not just one lump sum and I'm starting January lower than I thought I was. Yeah, no, that's a good point because with inflation too and everything being more expensive, I probably, Simon and I probably need to start thinking about this now, um, Christmas gifts specifically because it's just going to get so expensive. Yeah. And it always catches me and by I, surprise. <laughs> totally. I mean, I think you and I both have like very, fairly inexpensive hobbies. Like I know that you like to go to the beach and Parker and I always go camping. So the only expense there is like maybe gas and food. But for the most part, we're pretty good about being budget friendly and active yeah I try to meal prep as much as I can so even when I go grocery shopping I always choose to go to Trader Joe's granted Trader Joe's is incredible so Mm -hmm. massive shout out to them but their food is priced fairly well and reasonable comparatively to other places so I mostly do all my grocery shopping there and um I shop for two weeks I have meals kind of in my head, of like cheap meals in my head that I could make throughout those two weeks. And so I buy for that. And then Simon and I really try not to go out unless it's on the weekends and we're going out and seeing people. But like during the week and when we're working, we really try to just stay home, make meals at home, that sort of thing. And that goes a long way. Yeah. And I think we could do a whole nother episode on how we meal prep and how we budget for meal prep. Oh, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because I feel like between the two of us, you're always going out and hanging out with friends and going out to eat and whatnot. And I'm always out doing something. So we both live very fulfilled, I would say, like Mm -hmm. active lives. But still, it's like you meal prep, I meal prep. I'm actually a leftovers girl. Like I will eat all the leftovers and all the frozen food in the house before I'm like, yeah, let's go out to eat. So yeah, that's better than me. Honestly, (laughs) I I'm on like a weird kick where I like hate leftovers. Like growing up, that's like all we did. That's all my family did. But then now I'm like, ugh, no. It's so boring. (laughs) Well, you go through phases. It happens. Um, I did want to call something out in terms of activities that I totally forgot to mention in one of our other podcasts. That's our coworker, Anna Stern, has a petition to keep open the Runyon Canyon parking lot. Yes. And we're going to link it in the bio below or wherever we post this. We're going to link it somewhere Mm -hmm. because... I would love and I think it would be really awesome if you guys could maybe sign that petition to keep it open. It's it's mostly just to keep the Runyon lot open so people can go park and hike the trails and, and enjoy some of those free activities that we talk about and we enjoy so much. So Yeah, absolutely. We'll but I totally forgot to mention that earlier and I would just really like to give that shout out because that's important to keeping cost-effective activities. Absolutely. I, it's amazing to me how I always forget how incredible hiking is and how, like, cost-efficient it is, you know what I mean? Like, literally, I never, I never think about going on a hike, and I, that's something that I want to do more with Simon, just because it doesn't cost anything, and it's fun. Yeah, and you can do it for the gram. Hikes are great photo opportunities. <laughs> great for the gram. <laughs> yeah, Hannah's training her Instagram husband. I'm putting him through boot camp right now. <laughs> oh my god training 101 i will say he does take the most stunning photos like you always you're just photographic okay you're so you're so kind so kind it requires you'd be surprised it requires a lot of training it requires a lot of training and it's taken a while to get there (laughs) 
have you seen my feed? I have like three photos and they're all taken by like strangers or Parker. And I'm like, cheese, like you have the poses, you have the angles. I'm like hand on the hip, like smiling awkwardly. And you're like model status. Oh my gosh. Seriously. If you if you put our photos side by side, I'm like the Facebook mom and you are the influencer. <laughs> the Facebook mom? No, Sydney, you're stunning. Yes. Stop it. I appreciate that, but doesn't mean I can't pose like a mom. <laughs> we love a mom poser. No hate to the mom posers. No, no, not at all. Um, speaking of Instagram, I wanted to actually, we so we posed a question on our Instagram page. I'm pulling it up right now. And we asked our followers, basically just, how are you currently trying to save money? And we got some really interesting responses. Do you want me to read some and then you read some others? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. I like this one. Packing lunches when I meet friends for lunch. <laughs> that's, 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 that's a good, a good one. one. That's actually a good one. And you know, that's hard for me to implement. <laughs> like, yeah, I because I well, part of it is like, I love going to restaurants and stuff. But yeah, wow, that, that's a good one. Um, let's see. I would honestly probably just shovel food in my mouth before I went to go eat and then yeah. just get a coffee or something. I don't know if I'm confident enough to just rock up with a lunch basket. Honestly, I have done that. And I did it yesterday. Now that I think about it, I literally did that yesterday. Someone was like, okay, okay, someone was like, off. do you want do you want lunch? No, no, I'm good. I already ate. <laughs> Oh, wow. I had a piece of toast. <laughs> oh, healthy. Sacrifices. Had to dip into the clothing budget. Yeah. <laughs> okay, keep, 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 keep going. Um, I canceled streaming services. Um, I haven't used in a while. Avoided online shopping. Wow. Wow. Avoiding online shopping. I've been really trying I to do that. I was say. I've been really trying. S- streaming services. I, that's hard for me to give up. I gave up Disney Plus, but I'm hanging on to Netflix. Yeah, Netflix you really don't want to get rid of. Oh my gosh, did you? Sold my car. Someone sold their car to cut down on their expenses. Oof. That is dedication. Oof. Oof. Are you biking? Are you biking? That is my question. Or are you taking public transportation? Because I know because we live in Los Angeles. I'm like, wait a minute. Is not it. Yeah. Yeah. Wait a minute. Um, Oh, we have a smarty pants. (laughs) Self-control. Thanks. Same. Same. We also have um, happy hours on the weekends. Wait. Are, I think they mean happy hours are greater than weekends. Happy hours over weekends. I think happy hours like on the weekends. The week? Happy hours. I didn't really had happy hours on the weekends. Or maybe happy hours during the week. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. 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 Happy hours I during the week. Getting those drinks and apps. Mm-mm. Honestly, smooth, smooth, and it's just drinks, and you know. Couple of small bites. You may not even need to have dinner, and it's usually pretty cheap. Uh, Parker and I like to go out, and we'll do happy hour, and then we come back and eat something at the house. I love it. I love it. Ballin on a budget. Ballin. We have a Dave Ramsey fan as well here. Shout out Dave Ramsey fan. Love that. Love it. The debt snowball. Dave Ramsey's steps and debt snowball. Wow, that's awesome. Seriously, you guys, check out Dave Ramsey. I'm telling you, Stop he's awesome. To us. Yeah, and there's there's several more, but and we can go on and on. But oh, there's another one. Less eating out. Yeah, you know it's mm-hmm. so hard for me to not eat out. <laughs> like I, I know I said I meal prep, but like when it hits the weekend, I'm like, oh, I was good during the week. Now Simon, like, let's go out on the weekend. That's always my mindset, and I know I need to like rethink that. Well, it's all about trial error. It's all trial, and nobody's perfect. You're not gonna figure it out. I mean, just do your do your best, I guess, right? That's all we can do. That's, That's all it. we can That's do like all... at the end of the day. What was I saying? I was, um, oh, we are we are the players and inflation's the referee. We can only do as best as we can. I told 
I was talking about the other day. I was like, we're doing as much as we can. We're just the players. Inflation's the referee. Yeah, inflation be calling us out. And we're just trying to get by. Yeah, we're spending habits. But you know what? I think I think we're doing pretty good. I want to pat us on the back. I'm. I mean, we could. Simon, and I could be doing way better. I mean, Simon's really good about budgeting, and it's something that I mentally always try to avoid. And I think so many other people do that as well. It's just like budgeting. Who is she? Don't know her. She doesn't exist. <laughs> it's really a life skill that we can really carry with us until we are in the casket. I know. I like the idea of doing, like, an Excel tracker, like, what you're doing. That's something that I probably need to start. Um, my whole thing, I just keep track mentally, and I have, like, mm-hmm. no, a ton of notes. Um, so, like, every time I get a paycheck, I put a certain amount. I have a couple savings accounts, and I always put the exact same amount into my various savings accounts, and so that's how I keep track. But I probably, you know, I think most people would do better if they had something like a tracker to reference it's it's the visual for me like i need to see it and that's how i understand it because if i don't see it and like physically understand where the money's going that's why i had a hard time when i moved from like all cash when i was i don't know you know getting 20 bucks here and there for allowance um that's how i managed it was i saw it and that's how i could deal with it but if i don't see it then it's hard for me to conceptualize so putting it down on paper makes sense for me. Yeah, exactly. I think it would also really help me with things like gas because I drive yes. to LA so much and I'm I get gas like every 2 weeks, I want to say, but it's like almost 100 bucks to fill the tank. Yeah. Because it's California and we have high gas prices, but yeah, like I need to and I'm losing track. <laughs> Well, it's just, I think it's good to have it even in the back of your mind, because if we're going into like a quote unquote, like economic winter, then it's just Mm. good to be even just conscious about this stuff. That way in the future, we're more conscious of what else we're spending on. And we're not so like, oh my gosh, where did it all go? What happened? And we're we're bringing it to light ahead of time. Yeah. Which is good. We're preparing. And it sounds like our followers are too. Yes. Love it. I love to see that people are actually, you know, implementing good spending habits. Yeah. If you guys have any more tips you want to share with us, please let us know. We'd love to hear that. I know because God only knows I need more tips. We need more tips on on how to save money. Dave Ramsey, come join this podcast, please. We need you. On our next podcast, our guest is Dave Ramsey. Can you imagine? He blows us into like oblivion. He's like, what are you ladies doing? Seriously? seriously you know everything he's like sweating because he cannot believe how we're spending our money <laughs> i love it well you know what maybe he just does, does not understand extensions and he's kind of like focused on more like mortgages i don't know like dave i need to get my hair done i need it dave's like you see this hair it's white that's color of snowball debt <laughs> <laughs> just for men stressed edition <laughs> ah good old dave well thanks for your tips miss hannah it's always lovely chatting with you always lovely chatting with you too and thank you for your tips because i and i mean this wholeheartedly i learn so much from you constantly and i learn so much from you in this specific area (laughs) oh thank you well if you can take my finance tips then i will take your fashion and haircut tips my next budget adventure is having hannah cut my hair okay if we do that then we're gonna put it on the gram as a video good 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 i shouldn't have said anything we'll find out next episode (laughs) (laughs) yay all right sounds good Alrighty, toodaloo toodaloo
MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see See what music does to people. It gives me a lot of hope. If you liked Locatora before, you're going to love Season 9. Subscribe to our show and you'll see why Locatora is your prima's favorite podcast. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.